Mr. Punch meets Mel Gibson. Mr. Punch had received such a lovely surprise this week. He had found a golden ticket to go to a meet and greet with the great American antipodean artist and entertainer, Mel Gibson. Who would have thought that I would be massively high on ecstasy and stealing holy paraphernalia from a new age shop? That I found a golden ticket. I'll be the twinkle in Mel Gibson's eye Because with a golden ticket I'm a golden guy I have to confess, boys and girls, that I'm absolutely past myself with anticipation. Since discovering the work of the great artist and entertainer Mel Gibson, I've become really genuinely quite interested in that particularly relentless, unforgiving type of Catholicism that the great artist and entertainer Mel Gibson trades in. And I think if I learnt a little more about this from him, well, it might just make me into a better person. And who doesn't want to be a better person? The spirited proprietor was upset. Because Mr. Punch insisted I come to the Miat Angriat of the popular artist and entertainer Mel Gibson, that he won a golden ticket for, I've had to fork out 500 quid, and I'm not more pleased. Oh, do stop complaining about it. You didn't have to come. Now, Mr. Punch, you know well and good that if I didn't come with you, the pleas would be a bloody bloodbath, Mr. Punch. The meet and greet was taking place at a prestigious club in the city of London, where many famous artists and entertainer people live. But of all the people in London at the time, there was only one truly great artist and entertainer called Mel Gibson. Have you seen Lethal Weapon? I can't see as I have done, Mr. Punch. I don't really like violent films. He's very good at Hemlock. I'll stick with Lawrence Oliver if that's quite alright with you. And you must have seen Chicken Run. Yes, I have seen a chicken run before, Mr. Punch. But what's that got to do with popular artist and entertainer Mel Gibson? Mel Gibson is a chicken. Ah, well, Mr. Punch. We must be thinking of a different popular artist and entertainer called Mel Gibson because the one I know is definitely not a chicken. I think he's only a chicken sometimes, when he feels like it. Catholics can do that kind of thing. I'm not so fond of the whole resurrection business though. I'm going to need that one explaining. When I kill something, I want it dead. Mr Punch was a nihilistic psychopath. No, no, Mr Punch. You have to try to be less of a nihilistic psychopath, especially if you're about to meet popular artist and entertainer Mel Gibson. Great artist and entertainer Mel Gibson. Each to his own, Mr. Punch. Now have you got your swandy best on and brush your little tushy pegs? I haven't got any tushy pegs. Well, have you got your dentures out of the bleach? Yes, and they still taste fresh. Have you cleaned the gristle out from between your little wooden toes and wiped your little wooden bottom? I'm as crystal clear as a watery grave. Very good, Mr. Punch. Have you bleached the blood on the bathroom floor? You don't want to come back to all that mess. Uh, no. 
I thought you'd do it. Now, now, Mr. Punch. You've got to take a bit of initiative yourself. I cleaned up the bits of skull and whatnot. Well, that's an ear for effort, I suppose, then, Mr. Punch. Meanwhile, in a room in the centre of a large London hotel with a bathtub in the middle of it, Mel Gibson had finished washing. God, I needed that. Meeting with the public makes me feel so filthy. Mel Gibson's retainer, Abaddon, replied as he gently patted talcum powder onto great artist and entertainer Mel Gibson's firm masculine bottom. Well, just one more meet and greet tonight. And it's all over, my lord. It's just so gruelling. They're all so obsessed by my fame and celebrity and wealth. Not one of them has been remotely interested in God or their eternal salvation. It's the shallowness of contemporary civilization, my lord. People don't know what it means to be close to God anymore. Mel Gibson's firm bottom was now lovely and dry, like a pair of shapely sand dunes in a late afternoon low-tide languor. Meanwhile, in Mr. Punch's disgusting flat... Mr. Punch. What? I just wanted to smash a load of crockery. Yes, Mr. Punch, but it wasn't dirty. Back in Mel Gibson's hotel room. Don't lose heart, my lord. There is still hope for the souls of this planet. I just wish that in all these bloody meet and greets, there'd been one, just one person, with an interest in learning more about my particular brand of mindlessly violent, punishing, relentless Catholicism. Or anyone ever wants to talk about is movies, movies, movies. Back in Mr Punch's disgusting flat... I really hope Mel Gibson talks to me tonight about his particular brand of mindlessly violent, punishing, relentless Catholicism. I'm sure he will. I really hope he just brutally pounds it into me. No, no, Mr Punch. The bathtub in the centre of Mel Gibson's hotel room was filling up with blood, ready for a spot of relaxation when the long night was over. Is that enough blood, my lord? Top it up a little and keep it nice and warm. Is it all fresh? Very fresh, my lord. A lot of roadkill lately. Excellent. The lord says use the earth and its bounty. Is there any fresh meat around? Lashings, my lord. Great. I can't wait to get into my slippers and tuck and see soir. I think the sequel to the Bible might be on tonight, and I was executive producer, so I made sure it was particularly punishing throughout. The Bible too, my lord. Jesus comes back again and gets strung up by the ghoulies, and you see the whole piercing and piercing detail. It's so deeply, graphically and maliciously Catholic. Later that day, after a deeply unpleasant journey, Mr Punch and the proprietor walked down the red carpet to the meet-and-greet with great artist and entertainer Mel Gibson. Mr Punch and the proprietor had, to get in the mood for the occasion, watched What Women Want, starring the great artist and entertainer Mel Gibson on the train on the way down. I thought that was absolutely banging, that Mel Gibson really is a well-turned-out young man. I was a little disappointed by the lack of severe, ruthless, stone-cold Catholicism. But the boy's got such a winning smile that we can let that pass. I thought it was shite. Poppycock. Only great artist and entertainer Mel Gibson knows what women want. And that film was the proof. 
that's how science works. I thought you didn't believe in science, Mr. Punch. I believe in the science of if you stick a drill in someone's head, they'll bleed all over the rug. Well then, you're halfway there, Mr. Punch. Meanwhile, backstage at the meet and greet, Mel Gibson is having makeup applied. You know, my lord, I've never known someone with a face almost exactly as smooth as their bottom. You really are a miracle of nature. A miracle of God, Abaddon. For all we know, God made nature with just a mere flick of his wrist. I, however, and even you, Abaddon, are crafted superbly in his divine image. Oh, you are superb, my lord. Do you want your before-show energizer now, sir? Yes. I can't face audiences anymore unless I'm completely off my tits. It's inconvenient being so damn famous. And lo, it came to pass that Mel Gibson disappeared into the bathroom, and suddenly upon re-entering the room, the fire, the burning flame of life, the wrath of God, came like a dart of eternal and unending, blazing, Betelgeusian starlight to his eyes. One day, Abaddon, I too will be God. You are already a God of art and entertainment, my lord. I know, Abaddon, I know. In the foyer of the venue for the meet-and-greet with great artist and entertainer Mel Gibson, Mr Punch was feeling nervous. Have you made soil, Mr Punch? It's plausible. Pass me one of those Pope Francis napkins. And now just wind. Meanwhile, backstage... Do you really think I'm a god of art and entertainment, Abaddon? Doubtless, my lord. Your chiselled jawline and winning... Suggestively amorous yet brooding grin is testament enough to this. And I've seen you in the raw, my lord, as you'll obviously gather many times. And I must say, my lord, you are a fine specimen, chiselled from the clay by God himself. Stop! Such ideas could carry me away. A great artist and entertainer can be too much for this world. Abaddon, how long have you been in my service? Why, as long as I can remember, sir. My father was in your father's service. Exactly, Abaddon. And what did my father teach you? That the Holocaust didn't happen. Abaddon. You know we can only say that behind closed doors? Well, it obviously happened, because there's people still alive who were there. God moves in mysterious ways, Abaddon. Meanwhile, the proprietor had possibly had one too many. Do you know I really love you, Mr. Punch? I think that under the art veneer is a little art of quality. Suck that, I'm a massive arsehole. How long have we known each other, Mr. Punch? Too long since your father stuck his hand up my father's bottom. You've been controlling me for as long as I can remember. I do want to control you with a hand up your ass, Mr. Punch. Just then, a lady with a clipboard appeared like a cloud before Mr. Punch and the pissed-up proprietor. Holy shite, what's that? That, you drunken imbecile, is a lady. And I, dear lady, am at your service. <coughs> Excuse me. Do not take credits when it's not due, Mr. Punch? Fantastic. Fantastic! 
Sorry to interrupt you guys, my name is Eartha Flat. I'm Mel Gibson's public relations person. If you are, I'm not mistaken, Mr Punch, tonight's golden ticket winner. I was wondering if we could get a few words from you for the social of media. Of course, I love to talk to the media. They've been responsible for so much death. Ooh, we're going to be on the telly. Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, I have just a few standard questions that we ask all our prize winners on the Mel Gibson meet and greet tour. So first of all, well, we know your name, but what do you do for a living, Mr Punch? I'm a nihilistic psychopath and amateur Catholic. Hello, ma'am. It's me on the telly. Fantastic. Fantastic. So are you excited about meeting the great artist and entertainer, Mr Mel Gibson, tonight? To be honest, I'm past myself. I've watched his superlative motion picture, The Passion of the Christ, more than 500 times. Where's all the wine gone? I've come today to learn about what I can do to be more rigidly, brutally and punishingly Catholic. Fantastic. Fantastic. We'd love to hear about how you found your golden ticket for tonight's meet and greet with the great artist and entertainer Mel Gibson. I ransacked a hippie shop. Fantastic. Fantastic. Do you have any special messages for Mr Mel Gibson's fans out there? Being one of the lucky few to shortly gaze directly into his big handsome eyes. Yes, I do have a message. Kill your children, then kill yourselves. Mum, have a scab at me. Fantastic. Fantastic. Now we're going to do a few hashtags with this post. Are there any hashtags you'd like to what see? What is a hashtags? Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, Mel is going to perform shortly, and afterwards I'll come and grab you for the meet and greet. Do you have any preference on drinks? Mm, I don't know. I don't partake of the devil's piss. I just get off my chops on drugs. Have you got any beer, Bisham? Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, you enjoy the show. Hashtag enjoying things. She downed seven quick proseccos from the freshly restocked table and walked off back into the abyss that was her life. Meanwhile, backstage, Mel Gibson was preparing to step into the bright lights. How gorgeous do I look, Abaddon? Ready to take on the world with a fine, distinctive line of weighty, savage, homicidal Catholicism. My Lord. Are there any more of those uh, little bottles of baby sham I can knock back quickly? I don't know why, but I'm crapping bricks tonight. Oh, we, we ran out of baby sham, but there is some of this punch left over. You know I can't stand punch, Abaddon. Meanwhile, Mr Punch was taking his seat. I want to sit next to you. Don't worry, Mr Punch. I'm right by your side. I need a poo. You'll miss the beginning, Mr. Punch. The curtains parted, and Punch... Why, you dirty bastard. A man with red hair took to the stage. Ladies and gentlemen, we're absolutely off our moves that you all came here tonight to see great artist and entertainer Mel Gibson regale you with stories of his life in the wonderful world of show business and Catholicism. We're sure you'll find tonight both entertaining and informative. And now, with further ado, permit me to present for your delight and delectation the greatest artist and entertainer, Mel Gibson! And Mel Gibson swept his way into the footlights, then put on such a performance as you would never believe, proving to all and sundry how undeniably great an artist and entertainer he is. 
Mel regaled the hungry crowd with stories of lethal weapons, showbiz seraglios, drowning in glamour, the things women really want, and harsh, unrelenting Catholicism. He talked, he sang standards, he juggled with Bibles, and his puppetry of the penis section was second to none, which he demonstrated with a moving recreation of Barabbas being freed by Pilate. After a finale in which he sang Onward Christian Soldiers over CG footage of vast golden pipelines pumping all the oil from the Middle East directly into a Texas refinery, great artist and entertainer Mel Gibson took his bow. It's all right, he's got potential. And, as if from nowhere, Eartha Flat manifested. Fantastic, fantastic. Mr Punch plus one, please follow me to your exclusive meet and greet with the great artist and entertainer, Mr Mel Gibson. Fantastic, fantastic. He's got potential. Fantastic, fantastic. And Mr Punch and the spirited proprietor were chaperoned through a fairy-lit glade into a magical hovel with hot cinnamon wine brewing in the hearth and seated in the back of the room in the undulating firelight wearing his post-show MB embossed toweling gown and slippers great artist and entertainer Mel Gibson. Ooh, there's booze over there. Greetings, Mr... Uh, Puanch. Mr Puanch. Welcome to my meet and greet. I'm pleased to meet you. Do you have anything you'd uh, like me to sign? I was thinking you could draw a picture on some really bony part of my body so I could get a really painful tat done on it. I want anything you give me to feel punishing and relentless. Punishing and relentless, eh? Well, have you heard of a thing called extreme Catholicism? To be honest, Lord Gibson, I'm well into extreme Catholicism. The more punishing, brutal and intolerant, the better. I'm a massive genocidal psychopath, but the kids love me. You kill people a lot? He does, but he's trying hard, aren't you, Mr. Punch? Could I have some of that booze? Help yourself, it's consecrated. You too, but I was hoping the wine would loosen me up a bit. I've watched The Passion of the Christ more times than I can conceive of. And you had some questions? I want to know how to be a good, hard, ruthless, punishing Christian. Well, that's easy. All you have to do is... At that moment... God interjected. Stop this at once. Who the hell are you? I'm God. God? You don't look like any God I recognize. It doesn't matter whether you recognize me or not. The fact is that all this must stop. Oh, what? I find your attitude towards theology disturbing. This is not what I intended at all. What the hell do you mean? Faith, the divine, religion, or whatever you want to call it. I'd prefer to call it theology, but mainly because, hell, I just like the word, isn't about unrelenting brutality, cruelty, and violence. Your tempestuous god of fire and punishment is only a reflection of your own nature. Divinity is not a mirror of humanness, and you were not by any means made in my own image. In fact, if anything, I look more like a banana. None of you humans have understood it at all. All that's necessary for a simple, plain sailing existence is just to tolerate one another. Give one another space. Space to dream and to think and to imagine and to create. You people go through your short lives like squabbling children. You have this idea that at some magical point you grow up. But every day you display the same infantile behavior, selfishness, and violence. 
If you really grew up, why do you still listen to the same records you did when you were a teenager? No human can consider themselves to be a mature mind until they have lost the basic impulse to private ownership and territory, until they stop petulantly screaming, it's mine at one another. You suspect, despise, and push away your neighbors to sit waving out a hostile world that hates you because of your own behavior. You scoff at virtues like sensitivity and gentleness. Yet it is these virtues that enable the flower to photosynthesize and to bend in even the strongest winds. And don't forget that these flowers have owned what you term your earth a lot longer than you. You and your minds wallow in the mud. Yet when you even begin to pull yourselves up out of the shit to look at the stars, you don't see the grand, glorious, and infinitely mysterious chasm of eternity and the inherent beauty of its being mysterious, the joy of the paradox. You create instead theologies designed to oppress, to quell thought, to make the divine into a form of blood-spattered bureaucracy that splices the perpetually curious human spirit into an idiotic and impossible state. And I can't just sit by and watch this happen anymore. I really was a big fan of what women want, but I have to draw the line somewhere. Like I said, I don't recognise you as God. As neither, my lord, do I. And Mr Punch killed God. And all the seraphim wailed, and there was darkness in heaven, and the firmament bled. Good is dead. Holy shit, mate, that was brutal. Yes, you see, I really am a good Catholic. Then Mel Gibson and Mr Punch went out for a boulebaise, which they ate from the hollowed-out skulls of virgin boys. Mr. Punch Meets Mel Gibson was written by Ergo Fismas. Mr. Punch was played by Ergo Fismas, the proprietor by Katerina Robertson, Mel Gibson by John Panther, Abaddon the Retainer by Pete Murphy, Tom Earth as himself, Arthur Flat the PR person was played by Vicky Bennett, God by Hearty White, narrated by me, depressed of all. <laughs> <laughs>